Yeah, so we're going to talk a lot about um, summer missions and also like camp experiences. And uh, the goal of tonight is just to like give you a taste and uh, a feel and all that of like what it's like to serve during your summer. Um, and so we're just going to like get a glimpse of that. But before we start talking about what all that looks like, um, we just want to meet all these wonderful people. So I'm going to just pass the mic down the line. Just tell me uh, what your name is, where you were this summer, what you did there, and how long you were there. So, four questions. And if you forget, don't worry, I can repeat them. Okay. Well, hi, my name's Joseph. Um, I worked at a camp in North Carolina called The Wilds. It was up in the mountains up there. There's um, a bunch of camps up there. I was at The Wilds. Uh, I was a counselor. Um, basically, I was anywhere from, it depended on the week, anywhere from going uh, with boys going into fourth all the way to graduating um, high school. Um, so it was just different ages there, and I was counseling them, got that opportunity. Um, and what was the last one? How long were you there? Oh, yeah, how long? We um, so traveled up, it was the end of May through the beginning of August. So it was through about August, like, 14th. I think it was somewhere about there from May 26th to August 14th, so... Hi, I'm Kaylee, um, Kaylee Newton, in case you were wondering. Um, I went to New York City this summer, and I was in Jackson Heights, Queens, which is a South Asian community. Um, so I was working with the church plant there, and I was alongside a missionary um, in Jackson Heights. And I was just building relationships with the women in the community, and I was also um, leading mission teams almost every week. So, yeah, that's what I did this summer. Hi. <clears throat> I prepared my answers because I have a tendency to ramble. If you know me, you know that's true. No is not in his head. Thank you, Noah. I am Bradley Jones, for those of you who don't know. Um, I even typed that in my notes to make sure I didn't forget my name. <laughs> so this past summer, um, I was in... A, um, you could think of it as an orphanage or a children's home through the uh, the ministry of Raymar, which is an um, international organization, Christian organization, in a town called La Libertad. And when I was there, I wore many hats, uh, which include uh, a teacher, which the um, the school... There's a school on the campus of the orphanage, so you have the kids that just live in the orphanage, which is about 70, and then you have the school itself, which there's about 200 kids, and so I, w- I would teach um, music and Bible classes, and also helped out with the English classes uh, for that, and then I also taught a choir class for the kids who lived there. Um, besides the teaching responsibilities, I was kind of an assistant leader to the, the boys that were there. The assistant director, Elsa, was kind of the main person over the boys, but um, so I would I would do things like lead devotionals and supervise them, make sure they do their homework, make sure when we go out and do labor that they would actually do that. Um, and then, of course, there are various um, odd jobs that they would do um, throughout the day, you know, like um, straining rice from soy and lifting very large bags of beans and that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of heavy lifting. I got to help out with that. And then finally, um, I led worship a number of times in the church that they have there um, in Spanish, which was a very uh, unique and uncomfortable experience for me. So that's what I did this summer. 
My name is Bree, and I served in Orlando for 10 weeks, and it was with an organization called the Rock, Rock Ministries, and it stands for Reach in Orlando with Compassion and Kindness. And I was on mostly the VBS team, so I would go to different churches throughout the area and like help out there whenever they need something. And I helped out at uh, Give Kids a World, which is where the Make-A-Wish kids stay. So any kid that was had like a terminal illness would stay there at the village, and then they would... Um, at the village, we would go and do different things, like serve food, and then like help at the arcade and all these things. I'm Krista. I worked at Timberlake Ministries this summer as a camp counselor. I started in the beginning of June all the way to the end of July, and I worked with fourth graders all the way up to 12th grade in high school. Hey, my name is Christina Scott. I was at Camp Ozark, which is in Mount Ida, Arkansas, which is the site of Arkansas near Oklahoma. And um, I was there from May 19th until July 31st. And I was an in-cabin counselor. And they have at Camp Ozark three parts of camp. So there's main camp, which is like elementary school kids. And then there's summit, which is middle school. And then the pines is um, the high school kids. So I worked with elementary school kids the entire summer, and then I was also a craft counselor because we have a double job during the day to do during morning activities, which I'll get to later, but that was me. Uh, awesome. So um, tonight we don't have time to hear um, everybody's whole story, and uh, to me, that's sad. And if you're thinking that's unfair, then I challenge you, after this is over, speak to one of them. They, they all, like, loved their summers. That's why they're up here, and they would love to tell you about it. Um, so if any point tonight you're like, hey, I really wish so-and-so would answer that, um, and you're a terrible panel leader, and you should have done that, <laughs> then, then you should really just approach them and be like, hey, like, what did you think about this? Um, So, yeah, that's my little encouragement to you. But we're going to get started. Um, This first question is going to be for Joseph and Bree and Krista. Um, And it's just like, what is a typical day like for y'all? All All right, so as a total of the summer, there were 10 weeks. Um, Each week, we would get a new group of churches. Like, it would um, span from anywhere to... Um, from 15 to 20, 30 churches, and they would all come in. And as a counselor, um, as a guy counselor, we would have a group of boys um, ranging in about the same age, and we would spend the entire week with them. It would be from Monday afternoon until Saturday morning when they would all, all pack up and go home. And so a typical day looked like is we would wake up and wake up all the boys up, and we'd just take them to different activities throughout. Um, we'd have a total of three services um, or equivalent to services throughout the day, and uh, we'd make sure that they would get there on time, make sure that um, they get to meals on time, make sure that they... Um, that they're understanding everything that they're learning, and we would um, just spend time with them and get to know them, get a personal relationship with them, and so that we can just pour into them even more. Um, that was a big thing that they stressed, was that we get to know them personally. Um, and so that's something that we strive to do, to get to know them so that we can pour into them fully. And it was just a fun experience, just spending time with them. I mean, whenever you get boys of the same age, it's anything can happen. So it's, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So... For me, it would, like, vary from day to day. Like, on Sunday mornings, I would be, like, 
in charge of helping out with the church. Like, the church I was at, specifically, was, like, one in a shopping center, which is really different from what I'm used to. And so we had to go out, and, like, we had to help with the kids who were, like, out in the tent. Like, they were in a tent in the parking lot. And we had to help, like, lead for them. And on, like, during the weekdays, I would go into different churches and help out with VBS, whether it's, like, they need help with rec or, like, help lead. Like, I helped lead, like, first and second graders for most of the weeks, which was kind of insane. <laughs> and um, on nights, I would help out with um, Give Kids the World. I would pick up a shift. Sometimes I would help, like, with the ice cream place or the castle. And then on Saturday and Friday nights, I would... We had a team go out, and they would perform at Fun Spot, which is a theme park in Orlando. And I would go and help do balloon animals, which I did not know how to do before I got in there. So, like, they taught us and everything. For me, a typical day was waking all the girls up at 8, which was really hard. But we'd start our mornings off with doing a morning devotion and then go out and do canoeing and kayaking, archery, and we did horseback riding, and then the kids got to also climb the rock wall and do the zip line and the high ropes course. Hey. Awesome. So the next question for everybody who didn't answer our first question is, um, what was a favorite moment you have from the summer? I wish I wasn't first because that's hard to... There's a, there was a lot of good moments, um, a lot of favorite moments. Um, I, okay, I have one. I, sorry, I should have thought of my answers in advance. Um, so we took the teams usually to a um, Tibetan Buddhist temple every week. But one day we decided to go to a Thai Buddhist temple. Um, and so we went into the temple and it was so different from the Tibetan one. Cause the Tibetan one, like if there was a prayer service going on, like we would be respectful, but we would, you know, sit in and watch or whatever. But usually it was pretty open and like we could hang out and talk about Tibetan Buddhism. But when we got into the temple, um, there was no, like there was no talking. Like it was at, like the monks were in there doing their prayers and and then the, everybody was in there like meditating and everything so we we were kind of like what are we going to do so um we really wanted to talk with the monks or talk with somebody but we couldn't talk so we're like what do we do so we prayed so we prayed that we would have the opportunity to talk to someone um and so we had this really sweet lady named lee um was like hey this is uh like basically my temple so like let me give you a tour. But it really wasn't. But she paid for this really expensive statue that was on the second floor. And it was like her like life savings. So basically, they kind of let her run the place because she had contributed this huge statue that was very important to the temple. And so we talked with her. And it was just great. It was We, we hung out with her for hours. Our whole team did. Um, she told us that like she felt like this connection with us and that... Um, when we told her that we were followers of Jesus and um, everything, she like said that she really felt like she could see God in us and just all these great things. And we just got to thoroughly like share the gospel with her and then with other teams go back and visit her. Um, but that was just one. That was just one example of like 
us going into a situation thinking that we had like no one to talk to or we didn't know what to do and God just provided a great a great way and so I know that they're continuing to meet with her you know after our teams are gone after I'm gone after you know everyone who met her is gone they're continuing to meet her and share the gospel with her um, and she was just definitely like a person of peace and so it was so it was so awesome to meet her but that was one of my favorite moments and I still talk to her from time to time but she's really busy running the temple or whatever so yeah that was one of my favorite moments hi um so I, I didn't choose a particular moment in time, like one specific, this was the day now, but um, rather a collection of moments, that being um, talking to the kids. And basically any time that I got to talk and minister to the kids through talking to them. Um, one particular example that pops into mind is there's this girl there at the children's home named Jessica. And, and Jessica was sexually abused by her uncle when she was probably 10 years old, um, I believe is what she said. And um, eventually, like, her and her mother lived lives of, of prostitution. And keep in mind, like, when she was telling me this, she was 16. So prostitution must have happened, like, I think around 13 or 14 is when that started happening. Um, so, you know, just lived this, like, really rough life and she would come to me sometimes with just talking about her relationship with God you know like I don't feel like I'm connecting with God I mean my prayers are hitting the ceiling or or not even hitting the ceiling or something like that and so um I was able to minister to to her um encourage her and one thing that was interesting about that was that God always gave me the words to say so I may spend the entire day struggling with comprehending everything that's going on around me and then struggling with trying to figure out how to say the most basic of things. And then when I start ministering to those kids, the words just effortlessly flow out, and I give all the glory to God for that. So, yeah. Um, for me, um, one of my favorite moments just overall, like, was just dancing with the elementary school kids. Like, there was just so... Like, every single night we had, like, a worship service where we would, like, dance to, like, Christian songs too, and then they also had, like, special events every single night. There's, like, 11 different parties of, like, look like a full-blown carnival, and we danced at those two to, like, more secular music. So dancing. But, like, the moment that I wanted to expound upon for this question was um, I had basically 11-year-olds that were, like, just finishing 5th grade or 10 and 11-year-olds most of the summer, and, like, they were great, but, like, I knew I liked the little kids better from, like, my morning classes that I taught, and so my last session at camp, I got to be in what they call, like, main cabin square, which is where, like, all the itty-bitties are, and so I was so excited, um, and so I got, like, the little 7 year olds and so um, one of them actually came with her cousin as like a pair and her cousin was a Christian but she came from like a Muslim family and so she like kind of told me that on the side because she like I guess was embarrassed because she knew this was like a Christian camp and stuff and I was like it's okay like it's you know we love everybody here and so just kind of talking to her and like we did devotion every night and I'd always ask each of the individual girls since we had like 14 nights together and there was only 10 of them I'd ask each of them to like pray throughout like meals and like the devotion and Ummy which is the girl's name was always like no 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 I'm I'm good I don't want to but then um, the moment that was like super cool was like one of the last nights of camp for that session for my last session of camp she like actually prayed and like was really like happy you could tell about it she like giggled at the end and it was just super cool to like see her like 
just kind of opened up in that way and her cousin be like really proud of her and then it was just like really beautiful and really cute so I always like pray for her and hope that she's continuing that at her life at home through her cousin and stuff like that so that was mine nice um so I hope you see like through those stories that uh there's a lot of fun and there's a lot of serious that goes on um and it's great. Like both sides are great. I remember from my summer at camp, um, there were nights where I was running around dressed as a Pokemon trainer, uh, finding Pokemon with my kids and battling gyms with my kids. And I was freaking out because I was a Pokemon master. And then there were other nights that I was sitting down one-on-one with a kid and like sharing the gospel. Um, so there's like beautiful diversity. Um, So our next question um, is just, what has God taught you this summer? Uh, And if I can get um, Kaylee and Joseph and Bree to answer this one. Okay. Um, This past summer, God just really just spoke to me a lot. Um, One of the biggest things that really showed me is to be selfless. Um, that was the main theme of the entire summer. Um, it was pretty much the same every week, is to just be giving of yourself. I mean, being a counselor in and of itself is just so much. It takes so much out of you. Um, you have to pour into the kids all the time. Like You have to put, put away your own desires, your desire to go play something you want to or something like that, to be with them and to connect. And that's something that God really just showed me that I'm a selfish person. I just, I just want what I want all the time. And, um, and that even in the little things, like it's still selfish. And so just convicting me of that and showing me um, that I need to be more selfless was just awesome seeing him work in my life and just show me that. And, um, and it, were, uh, it, he used that just to work into the kids' lives. I mean, I um, got to see so many kids get saved. Um, maybe not my cabin, but in other cabins. And um, it was just an awesome experience. He taught me that. And it was just really cool uh, seeing God work through me and um, teaching me as I was going along. Um, yeah, that's another hard question because, like, you know, God teaches you a lot all the time for the rest of your life. That's part of, you know, being sanctified. But um, I would say this summer, um, God really showed me how, and I've probably said this to you if if I've talked to you about my summer, how, like, unequipped, like, I really am, like, left to myself to do the work that I was doing. Because it was hard. Like, I, majority of the people I met had never even heard the name of Jesus. Like, they were coming from countries where, the name of Jesus isn't even spoken of. And so, you know, to not even have like a foundation to build off of and which sometimes is better because if they have a bad foundation, but, um, it it was hard work. And so I, I was really discouraged my first few weeks there because, um, you know, I just felt like I wasn't really getting to share the gospel with people. I didn't really know how to like transition, you know, the conversation, waiting for, you know, that moment or whatever. But when I really just kind of like let go of, um, what I, what was, I was putting my trust in myself. I was thinking, oh man, like I'm so good at talking to people. Like I love God. So like I can, man, there's gonna be so many people who are saved this summer, you know, and then just realizing like, man, like, no, it's not, it's not about me. Um, God, God equips me um, 
because he loves me and because he loves the people that I was sharing the gospel with. And that was one big thing that, you know, God showed me is like, he didn't need me. He doesn't need me, but he chooses, he chooses to use me. And that's so awesome because he loves us so much that we're able to take part in, in what he's doing and, and just seeing how God was working in, um, the lives of these people, um, you know, maybe I was the first person who told them about Jesus, but but I could see how God had been working in their lives and making them doubt their religions or something happened in their life that they just needed, you know, something to turn to. And so just seeing like, you know, Luke, Luke 10 that talks about, you know, I think we talked about this the other day. I can't remember. Anyways, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, you know, um, it's plentiful. The Holy Spirit goes before us and he's preparing hearts. And so like, this is a lot of things, but I guess the biggest thing I learned, yeah, I'm unequipped, but because, because of Jesus, I'm equipped and he equips me when I, you know, lay, lay my trust in myself aside and put my trust in Jesus. Um, and so, yeah, like it's just such a blessing and honor to be able to take part in telling people about the most important thing that they're ever going to hear about. Um, and so, yeah, it's not a bad thing to say I'm unequipped because I am left to myself. I don't mean that like a, I stink, but yeah. Anyways. I think for me, like the biggest thing I learned was boldness because coming in, like it wasn't my first mission trip, but like a lot of times I would go on mission trips, I would just be there. I was like, the biggest thing is I wanted to make a difference. And so when I came in there, I was just like really terrified and I remember every week we had to do a thing called Kids Club, which was like the um, backyard Bible clubs, but we had to do it at pools, and we had to like share the Bible story and everything, and I was so nervous, and I just like saw how God worked through me this summer and like helped me like overcome that, because it can be terrifying at times, but don't let that stop you, because God eclipses you. Awesome, and for those of you who didn't answer that last question, uh, what is your encouragement to those who are thinking of serving this summer? What would you say to them? Hey. Um, yeah, so was that originally phrased, why do you think someone else should serve at camp or on mission? Okay. <laughs> because I'm prepared to answer that. <laughs> because if I try to answer another question, we're going to be here for 45 minutes. I don't want to do that to anybody. <clears throat> now, why should you serve at Camp Ron Mission? Um, it will help to increase your reliance on the Lord. That's something that I saw very much going into a place that I barely spoke the language. And, <clears throat> um, and initially felt extremely depressed. Like that first night that I got there, I was just so, just felt so down, felt so out of place, felt so lonely. Um, and then the very next morning, um, all the kids were like clinging to me and loving on me and everything. And, uh, and you know, that was really a gift from God and showed me, you know, like, I'm still here, don't worry. Um, um, another thing is it's really awesome to see how God is working in different parts of the world, you know, especially if you go internationally, you're seeing how God is working in other nations and that sort of thing, and that's really awesome. Um, and uh, another thing that I would say is don't feel like you have to be perfect to go serve. God is going to help you grow a lot in your service. 
Um, so as long as you're a Christian and you have a pretty good idea of what the gospel is, which you have to to be a Christian, then you're pretty much, you know, ready to go if it's the Lord's will. So, um, and then finally, my shameless plug, because this may be the last time that I get the mic. Okay, so if you're interested in serving in El Salvador, you seriously, seriously should talk to me. Okay, Raymar is an organization that needs a lot of help. They're always financially hurting, constantly praying and fasting for workers. So if you're at all interested in doing something with that, totally talk to me. It's honestly the most... Um, rewarding work I have ever done in my life. And um, I've never really seen, like, God working so clearly than my time there. So, um, shameless plug. Thanks. Biggest encouragement for me was not only was I there to teach kids that knew about the Bible or kids who didn't know anything about the Bible— you can actually learn a whole lot from kids, and I never knew that until I became a camp counselor and how much the kids actually enjoy listening to what you teach them and how much you pour God's Word into their lives. There were several kids there that didn't know Christ, and there were some that actually accepted Christ while I was there. So that was a huge impact for me. For me, I think um, each and every one of you should spend um, a summer at camp, specifically because that's my experience, Um, just because it, like, puts you in an uncomfortable position, and I think that's awesome, because for Camp Ozark, their kind of slogan or their mission statement part of it was first is third, so you, like, really feel it as a counselor. Um, You're putting, you're basically signing up to, like, put God first and, like, teach teach that to him through kids. You're putting the kids also in front of yourself, so you're really third, you're last, Um, but it's it's like super, it can bring you to a point where you feel like really down, but that's when I found um, a lot of um, strength in the Lord and like my relationship with the Lord turning in a way that I'd never seen it because it hadn't had the same opportunity before. So it puts you, I think, in a really uncomfortable position, but it's it was like the coolest uncomfortable position I've ever been in. And um, I also, I love kids. So like I, that like was a seller point for me. So maybe for some of you guys, if you love kids of any age, like definitely do it because you won't get sick of them. I didn't get sick of them the whole summer um, because you get so many new ones every so often. It's not the same kids all summer, so it's good. Um, But yeah, just pushing you to be uncomfortable is super cool. And it watches like makes you grow. It makes the people around you grow. It's just a cool opportunity. Awesome. So this is our last question, uh, and we're just going to have Kaylee, Bree, and Christina answer this. And it's just like, what did the application process look look like for you? Uh, and you don't have to go in depth with it, but just kind of tell us uh, in general, like what it looked like. I'm not going to go into depth because it's a really long story. But basically, um, I went through one mission students, but I also was, um, yeah. There's a little table out there. Go see it. Um, So One Mission Students is really cool because you can literally go anywhere in the entire world through One Mission Students. Um, So that's cool. So if God has placed a desire um, in your heart for, like, a specific people group or he has it and you just want to be sent somewhere random, go through One Mission. It's really cool. Um, And so I also was working through a thing called Multiply in New York City and... um, and it's a program that 
places, college students with different church plants throughout New York City. So I worked alongside a lot of people who were, some of them working several hours away from me, but we all came together every week, so that was really cool. But yeah, so basically went through one mission, um, applied through one mission, then applied through Multiply, um, and then was placed with this church. Um, but I knew I was going to be placed with the church, so that's why it's like a hard... But anyways, basically, yeah. Applied through one mission, you get like 30% paid, so that's really cool. Um, you have to go to like a weekend thing. It's great. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, just basically the application is like giving your testimony. Um, why, what do you, I guess, kind of have to contribute? What are your gifts Gifts that the Lord has given you? Um, and... Yeah, it's it's pretty easy. It sounds complicated, sorry, but it's easy. So, yeah. So I applied through One Mission Student also, so it's kind of similar to her. And, like, the application literally takes, like, an hour to the max. Probably the longest you spend on is, like, your testimony. And, like, after I applied there, I got, like, an email a week or so later for, like, what Rock Ministry is and, like, what I'll be doing. And I got, like, an interview with the late um the lady and it was like it was actually over easter break so it was a pretty quick timeline um my application process was um you can either do it interchangeably with your interview or your application so camp ozark actually just finished tabling which is really a sad for this occasion but they just finished today um so you can do like a virtual interview or like um they come back in the spring but um i would encourage you to go ahead and apply online and then you can do a like skype or you know like a video chat interview with one of the permanent staff and um then you just fill out a bunch of like online things about your experience with children or um you know your testimony it's so basically it's like if you have a really evident passion for Jesus and a a really evident passion for kids. That's what they're looking for. So um, that's kind of what the application process looks like. And then you go through some child protection training and it's really not that bad. It's really easy. Um, So simple. Hey, awesome. So this was our panel for the night. Uh, Kyle is going to come up here and kind of transition us to our next thing. But there are a ton of camps, and there's a ton of cookies, and uh, also One Mission students all in the gym. So Kyle's going to tell us all about that. <laughs>